Hey everyone, welcome to a slightly delayed episode of Pet News. With everything going on in the United States right now, and the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement, we felt it was best to hold off on releasing this episode. We felt that there were clearly more important things to pay attention to. At Pets on Cue and Pet News, we have been trying to be supportive in whatever ways we can during these times. We hope you enjoy this episode. It was recorded several weeks ago before any of the major events occurred, so please keep that in mind as we give a recap on events happening in the pet industry. Please have a listen and then stay tuned for the launch of Pet News Season 2 in the near future. Hi, this is Colleen and welcome to a new episode of Pet News. This week I invited back Melissa Curtis, who is one of my closest friends and colleagues at Pets on Q, to co-host this episode. Hello, Colleen. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to have you and discuss in this episode everything that's going on in the pet world. We're going to be recapping a lot of our other episodes, so you'll get to the point points of this one. I'm so glad we are wrapping up our first season of Pet News. You know, I've worked with you at Pets on Q for a number of years now, and I think it's awesome that we finally have this platform and this, you know, Pet News podcast out. And it's crazy that season one is already wrapped up. I mean, we're wrapping it up today. It's just kind of crazy how fast things went. It was a really fun season to learn more about what's going on in the pet space and how we can actually help. Right. I feel like it's been years that people have been asking us, what's going on? What's happening? Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, with all this COVID stuff, it's kind of a crazy time. So, you know, it's it's just been really interesting. I yeah. think that Oh, no, I was going to say, what was your take on the coronavirus episodes? And what was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway, interestingly enough, it's, you know, the silver lining in all this, at least from my perspective and from a business standpoint, and just for us, is that, you know, from influencers out there are really seeing a lot of engagement with their content right now because everyone's at home and they want to maybe take their mind off of things and go look at some cute content or some interesting content that's not necessarily sad or related to the virus or or any kind of you know political view and animal content is just that and it's great so i think a lot of our influencers have seen really good numbers actually in spite of everything that's going on it's been a really great time to be an influencer i think i completely agree and for those that haven't listened to a past episode or don't know what we do at pets on cue We basically partner brands and services, production companies with influencers and set animals. Um, We help, you know, the people that own the animals monetize and we help brands get closer to the audience that they're looking to reach or provide them with, I mean, even nonprofits. We work with Mm -hmm. everyone in the pet space and we're just kind of that middleman. So that's kind of why we're experts in the industry and why a lot of people come to us and ask us what's going on in this space. So this is just an easier way for us to get all of that knowledge out to more people. Absolutely. And right now, like I said, people are seeing really great engagement numbers. Audiences want to enjoy their time online. They want a little escape. They want to laugh. They want to see something cute. And frankly, animal content is all of those things and it's great. So, you know, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. And I think that The other side of it is that brands are not spending as much in their marketing budget. So on one, we have a larger increase in viewership of our influencers. And on the other side, brands budgets are decreasing. Mm. So what's happening in the space? And for us, we are still seeing campaigns. We are still working campaigns. However, they are a little bit different and that's okay. It's going to change. Mm -hmm. Change isn't always a bad thing. And we're just kind of here to help move it along and 
figure it out, stay up to date, and make sure that we're helping people as much as we can. Um, I think the worst thing that I've seen with the coronavirus right now, and some of the best things that I've seen is with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, nonprofits, you know, right now are really struggling financially, some of them. Right. Others are overwhelmed with the amount of support that they have because of the style of marketing that they're doing. I think that that's kind of the one key difference between the ones that are being successful and the ones that are hurting right now really comes down to marketing, social media, how they fundraise before. And I think heavily now everyone needs to be diversifying more. Absolutely. Well, and it just comes down to, like you said, diversifying and and making sure that their their marketing strategy is kind of on the pulse with what's going on right now without exploiting anything, but also, you know, being honest and, you know, it's a, it's a fine balance to, you know, hit that nail on the head, but boy, some of the nonprofits too, and, you know, animal shelters and things like that have seen really incredible support. And, you know, it's been a really, it's just an unprecedented time. It's just kind of crazy, to be honest. It's really cool to see all the people go out and foster and adopt animals mm-hmm. right now. I'm just, my faith in humanity is a bit more restored and it's just really happy to see. I mean, Everyone is looking for more happy, uplifting content right now because all you're seeing on the news is terrible things. And that is part of what we do is to get that content out there. And I just think for influencers listening, the best thing you can do right now, if you're not booking campaigns, I mean, we do have some on our website that you can apply for. um, But if you're not booking anything right now, just keep engaging with your audience, keep being there and and really push it right now because more people are online. Exactly. So many opportunities too. Like this is a really fun time of year. May is a really great month to create awesome content because there's so many different holidays this month that you can actually, you know, use as inspiration. It's just a great time of year. Things are warming up. It's spring, you know, it's just, it can be a really positive time. So yeah, influencers, if they're not working, they can use this time to just really create some great content, get creative touch base and engage with their audience and then just, you know, maybe get out there more. And then who knows, you know, that might get some brand attention. You never know what's going to go viral next. Like it's, it's really exciting, but so much fun right now, this time of year. So I think it's a great time to just get out and create. Yeah. And it's national pet month this month. I know. So great. So national pet month, how do, what do you do for national pet month? You and Charlie? Um, Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's also nationally, especially special abled pet month and I like to kind of focus on because my dog's disabled right. so especially pet month I didn't say that right pet but, day uh, it was especially able pet day pet day sorry <laughs> that's another month I mean all these holidays can kind of be a little bit ridiculous but it does help some people <laughs> with going viral uh, yes, definitely <laughs> there's a holiday for everything now there's donut day there's hamburger day there's every career pretty much has a day which is fine you know it's great but no, my favorite day this month is Turtle I, Day I and Burger say, Day. I knew you were going to say Turtle Day. I was like, Turtle Day. Because we have <laughs> Christine that dresses her tur- tortoise up as a burger. Exactly. <laughs> and kind of just my favorite thing. That's and amazing. she brings a homemade costume for them. This is what we do. Yes, it's not normal, but it's really, <laughs> really fun. If you can't tell. And also, really importantly, this month was National Nurse Appreciation Day. Oh my gosh. and. We have nurses on our team that are fighting the fight against COVID. They're on COVID ward. I have, you know, plenty of friends that are there too yes. that are nurses. And it's it's really scary and we're really appreciative to them. Oh, um, especially, yeah, all the nurses, anyone working in the medical field, nurses, doctors, EMTs, everybody, and just everybody in essential jobs, you know, everybody working at the grocery store, doing deliveries, 
anything like that. You know, people working at the gas station. I mean, the guys everywhere, the Amazon guy. I mean, every anybody essential. We are so lucky to have these systems in place and super grateful. Yeah. And I mean, you can look at the bright or the bad side of everything, mm-hmm. but I do think that that's what we love to lean to is looking to the bright side and all the people that are helping us so we can, you know, do what we're doing. Exactly. Um, very, very thankful. Uh, and I think that the, the biggest question that we get around the coronavirus, the biggest question from day one that we, one of our first recordings or our first recording was about this, um, pets being impacted by the coronavirus because mm-hmm. in the very beginning it was that animals can you know carry it and they're they get sick too and they're dying and that was kind of coming out of china and a bunch of you know i won't say fake news but it it was it has been reported that it doesn't impact our animals the strand of coronavirus obviously there's many strains now and right. um, that may be in the future but animals do not get sick with this they can pass it if they're fomites, um, which your phone is also one. So anything that you can touch if you're sick and someone else can touch them, it does live on surfaces. Right. Animals are kind of acting as a surface. Right. So, yeah, it goes without saying if someone is infected with COVID and they cough and it gets on the dog's fur and then you pet the dog and touch your face. But that's true of anything. That's any surface. So that's not necessarily just animals, you know. Yeah. So I'm just not letting people pet my dog there anymore and go for a walk. and. If they do, then he gets a bath and he is getting pissed at me with the amount of baths that I'm giving him. But <laughs> gotta you know, be just safe. Stay, stay safe. <laughs> stay yeah. safe. I mean, the virus is changing all the time. The information's changing all the time, you know. So we're we're just trying to sort of see it from the animal side of things and the influencer side. But again, hopefully, you know, hopefully they get a hold of it and things are back to normal soon. But until then, everybody, you know. Yeah. Very, very nuts. But we live in this viral industry mm-hmm. that constantly changes and there are new challenges that are popping up all the time for influencers. And I feel like every other day there's a new challenge that pops up and how we stay ahead of that and how what type of campaigns we do around that and work with brands on helping them create their own forms of challenges and working with influencers on that too. So what have you seen that has stood out to you lately, Melissa? Well, I think that brands are really trying to focus on being empathetic to the struggle of everybody. And so I've seen a lot of brands who, you know, had maybe outlined their campaigns and we were maybe going in one direction since this has happened in the last couple of months, really, you know, shift gears and changed their marketing and changed their messaging to really be more about the greater good and and people and not necessarily about profits. And that's been really interesting to watch because it's kind of like everybody's having to take a step back and change their focus. And it's been really interesting because like you said, brands aren't necessarily putting in the same budgets as previously, just because again, this is kind of a strange time, but when they are moving forward, it seems like they're much more socially conscious um, and it's been really interesting to just see how how much everybody is willing to give back and just, you know, really people are coming together. And so that's been really interesting for me to see from a from a business side. When I'm from a business side, it's also a really smart decision for brands to be focusing on that of course, um, to yeah. grow their, you know, empathy with their consumers. And they use these animals that we have to help expand that empathy. And I mean, We've worked with everyone from like a grocery store right now that's looking to promote and let people know what they're doing. And they're using animals that are just really well liked to help promote what they're doing. And that's just really, really smart marketing. And we do our due diligence on our side to make sure that those things are actually happening. Right. But 
it's just a really interesting time and how fast things are changing. I mean, this is back to my original question, but the, the campaign that I've kind of seen going and what's going on in the influencer space is TikTok has completely blown up. Right. It's been blowing up for a while. There's a lot that you can do. And, and like, this is a great time to diversify your audience and go on to new platforms. Absolutely. Get out on TikTok if you're not already out there, especially if you're you know, an influencer, micro to elite, get on TikTok. If you're not already, it's the next thing. It's already here. It might not be your demographic. It might not be, you know, what you think is best, but it just doesn't hurt to try. Um, we're kind of seeing in the production side, a lot of people are asking for content like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so just, just like a little hint there. So if you're getting big over there, there are campaigns coming over to TikTok now. Um, that we've been working on. It is helpful if you also have multiple accounts and multiple pages. Some brands require that, that you have it pre-existing before we can even hire you. Now, kind of keeping with the social media world and what's going on, we can't ignore the impact that Tiger King has had. And it's kind of gone in a multitude of ways, which is so interesting to me just to see the amount of attention this series has gotten to the point that they're doing a scripted series about it with Nicolas Cage now. What is your your overall take on it? Because we have done a few episodes about this. If you haven't listened to those, go listen. But yeah. what do you think? I mean, it's interesting. So, you know, Tiger King kind of came right when everybody needed something to watch. And, you know, it blew up crazy and, you know, kind of shined a light on this exotic, you know, wild animal zoo situation that is occurring in North America and, 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 you know, across the country. And I think it has had a positive impact in one way because it's at least brought up awareness that these things exist. And also, I think at some level, educated people because to see that, you know, it's not a great idea to go to a petting zoo where you can pet baby, you know, tigers or lions or anything. And maybe people are more aware um, the sensationalism of it and the entertainment value of it, you know, can't be ignored. It's, you know, fodder. It's ridiculousness. It's fun. But my hope in all of it is that as a result of this, you know, people will actually learn more about how to really give back what these big cats really need and really, you know, think about the animals. Because, yes, it's fun and, yes, it's entertaining and these characters are crazy and there's murder and there's all these crazy things. And from an entertainment standpoint, it's fun to watch. But at the end of the day, there's real animals behind all of it. And I'm my hope is, at least at some level, that there's some good that comes of it and that maybe some of their lives get improved a little bit. We know for a fact that some of those tigers have gone on to other animal sanctuaries that are much better, you know, and you were able to talk to some people that are actually in the big cat world that are actually doing good. And, you know, hopefully, again, just more good comes of it than than just the sensationalized entertainment part. I love how optimistic you are. It was, it was episode <laughs> three. Um, we spoke to the people at Wild Animal Sanctuary who took on 39 of his tigers mm. and of his bear cubs. Um, and they're living in multi-acre exhibits now. It's a much, much, much better life. They're getting the medical attention that they desperately needed. My take on this is the animals were definitely lost in this series. Mm -hmm. um, but the characters were amazing like to watch i mean it was it was hard to watch but once you get past that and i mean we have to watch it it was obviously hard <laughs> for us as animal lovers to watch right. it because animals are just completely lost in it and it's clear clear abuse but they're just very focused on the characters and i understand that for a storyline perspective right. um my concern with this is that it's actually going to encourage people to get exotics i mean like, you know, I volunteer with some exotic places and I help go clean out cages with wolves and monkeys and whatnot. So I posted mm -hmm. a video actually 
about that this weekend and multiple people were like, hey, where can I buy one? And I was like, (gasps) no, no. That's where like, and I've never had that before because I think a lot of people know that this is what I do and that I'm just helping. And I am nervous for what's going to happen because people are going to look into the permitting laws and now they know how easy it is. It's around the same cost as getting a dog. But well, So we just also, have to hope that education, education, education helps people see how wrong yeah. that is, you know? And that's a great optimistic way to look at everything. And I, I do, I do think that the world needs a little bit of change in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully this, this will help that tiger lion in captivity in the United States and help change laws around it. And yeah. we did speak to, you know, a lion conservation expert in Africa that they have a re-releasing program and why the lions can't fully be re-released. It's really, really interesting what they do. So amazing. I'm like really obsessed. That's episode four. Um, if you want to go back and listen to it and just overall lions being re-released at, from captivity um, that were bred for a variety of reasons. It's really, really interesting. And uh, I think that there's a lot going on in the news right now with mm-hmm. elephants and re-releasing animals in zoos and, you know, why. And we've worked with people that have actually taken a rhino from the San Diego Zoo and brought them back to the wild. You know, there's so many great people in the industry. And well, and I think it's changing. I think the climate is changing. You know, 10 years ago, the circus was rampant and people didn't think twice about it. Now, the circus is kind of a dying industry, you know, because people are finally aware of the fact that most animals don't live great lives when they're trained performers in the circus, you know, and there has been a lot of education there. So hopefully this follows suit and people start looking at exotics and go, oh, wow, maybe this pet doesn't want to be in a tiny little enclosure in my backyard. It makes sense that it needs to be, you know, wild or in a zoo or in a sanctuary or something. And so hopefully, again, education, education, education just helps things and it just, you know, turns the tide. Here's hoping, you know. Yeah, very hopeful. And I I think that this this will bring change. It might not be the change that everyone wants, but yeah, I'm just really excited about the future in this industry and, you know, with what we have as a part of it. Well, I, for one, am excited to be wrapping up season one and moving on to our next season of Pet News. What's what's in store for our listeners, Colleen? What do you, what do you have up your sleeve for that? Do you want to share anything? Or I mean, we have a lot of really <laughs> cool things that we discussed in this season one, but things that I'm personally really passionate about and, you mm-hmm. know, talking a lot about our work with influencers going viral, how to do that, talking to some of the, you know, really awesome influencers that we work with, um, what's going on in the pet space, coronavirus, Tiger King, <laughs> and a lot that you can do to help are in those episodes. Right. I love that we are now with coronavirus happening. It's given us a little bit more free time to finally do this. and. Right. I'm really excited about the influencer space in the future. I do think it is going to change. Change is a bad thing. Um, and we have to change along with it. And it's honestly really exciting. We have a lot going on this year. I think that animals in, you know, taking those three topics that we just discussed, which is influencers mm-hmm. going viral, influencers and going viral licensing in, in another episode in the coronavirus and what's going on in the pet space. and the communities coming together when helping rescues, getting animals out of shelters all the way to, you know, exotics that are exotic sanctuaries that are struggling right now because of this. I think that everything is changing and we're just trying to be, you know, one step ahead of everything. Right, um, right. 
And finally, Tiger King and how that is going to impact the pet space. Um, like what you said with circuses that are dying, we also work with set animals and we are so strict with working with those animals that right. we are recommended by American Humane to be on set and how there's really, I mean, this is a topic that I know we're going to dive into in season two training and what you can do with your dog and cat. We work with some of the top trainers in the world. And I just think that that might be better on video too. So and Ooh, also exciting. for influencers, I feel like the things that we're asked the most, it's like, what type of photos do I take for a brand? What type of photos do brands want? Or what are brands actually looking for from the influencer side? And on the other side, brands want to know what influencers do I work with? How do I know who's a good fit for someone? And right. Well, we can bridge that gap for both sides because yeah. we've got the insider info. And so I think that, you know, any of our listeners should be tuning in next season to hear more kind of insider tips and, you know, all the behind the scenes stuff that we can give and, you know, all the good information that's on the pulse of, you know, the pet industry. And it's just an ever growing, ever changing industry. And that's why we have to be flexible. We have to be willing to change with it and grow with it, you know. Our business is very different now than it was just a couple of years ago, you know. And when when I started it over five years ago, it's exactly so different. You know, the industry has completely shifted and we've seen the rise and fall of a lot of influencers and people that did it right and people that did it wrong. And same goes for brands. Um, Mm -hmm. The rise and fall of, you know, what these people are doing. And it's so interesting. Like, I'm just fascinated by it. And that both sides are coming to us and asking us the question. So we just decided to put it on a platform like this. So you all can actually ask us questions and we'll answer them and put them out there for you and really stay on top of what's going on in pet news. Exactly. Well, I'm very excited to see what comes next and, you know, to see what we're able to do. And, you know, our roster is always growing and changing and, you know, we're doing a lot more licensing now and it's just, you know, again, ever-changing, ever-evolving industry for pets and their owners. And I'm just excited to see what comes next. Me too. This industry is nuts. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this was awesome. Thanks so much for Melissa for being on season one and helping me wrap up. Of course. Anytime. I can't wait for everything that we have planned for season two. And I hope you all subscribe and get ready for season two coming soon. Awesome. Yeah, you guys like, subscribe, follow, share all those things. And uh, we'll be here turning out more awesome pet news content.